guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another Patreon special. Guys, if you're not even aware of this yet, um, I do Patreon specials from time to time and I put them onto my ESL podcast. Um, these could come in both video, audio, whatever form it may be, as well as TOEIC and IELTS specialties do go on there. And there will be an influx in a lot of different videos and audios coming up very, very soon because now I have lots of good free time. But nonetheless, man, I love doing this. And I love doing these nice little, uh, you know, these little uh, Patreon specials and put them on my ESL podcast for you guys. So today, again, it's another listening, but it's about mentorship. Now, what we have, of course, on my blog, we have True False. And we also have, you know, the, the, the completing the notes. It's just similar to, again, part three section of IELTS listening. So if we look at some of the, uh, I guess you could say the notes on that little thing that you guys see on there, the big black words in bold, it says early schemes, goal of mentorship, students receive in the school scheme, university scheme, biggest advantage, results in the UK, these are the big keywords you're listening for before you go into the smaller context. Let me give you an example. Early schemes to teach social and spiritual values, semicolon. And then there's a space, which is A. That's the first fill in the blank. Scheme, right after the fill in the blank, to learn a trade. What kind of scheme? That's what you're listening for. So this is very, very important. Now, for those of you who want to focus on this aspect, of this IELTS, it's going to be on my, of course, my IELTS badge, okay? Now, we're just going to listen to the overall gist of mentorships in general in this special podcast. So with that being said, guys, oh, again, I hope, I hope, I hope, like I hope, like I hope that this recording will play all the way through. I'm gonna have to update my Mac again, but nonetheless, it's time to get busy. So here we go, guys, mentorship audio. If it wants to work, of course. Unit one. There we go. Developing vocabulary and listening. Exercises four and five. Hello and welcome to Living Forward. In today's podcast, we're talking about mentorship. Now, it's not unusual for successful entrepreneurs to have had a mentor. Mark Zuckerberg, for example, was helped by Steve Jobs mm. as he struggled in the early days of Facebook. But can young people who are more likely to be thinking about passing exams than setting up a business really benefit from having one? Here to talk about mentorship schemes for young people is our education correspondent, Emily Stewart. Emily, how did this all start? Well, the idea of mentoring goes all the way back to ancient Greece, when it was the practice to teach young men social and spiritual values. Then it developed into a sort of apprenticeship relationship in which young people learn to trade by working with a master artisan. So it's been around for a long time in professional fields, but it's a relatively new concept in education. And so how does mentoring work for students? Well, let's say the goal of mentoring is to help young people manage their learning and develop their skills in order to maximize their potential. So it could take the form of one-to-one -one tuition or giving careers advice. It's basically allowing people to learn from the experience of others who have gone before them. I would imagine that a mentor would be a teacher or parent or perhaps a family friend. Yes, it could be a more informal relationship. 
But there are a lot of dedicated mentoring organisations in the UK and US now which connect individuals with mentors. Could you tell us about some of these? I mean, how exactly do they function? Well, there's one in the UK that connects students at particular schools with slightly older ex-students. Apparently, nearly 40% of students don't know anyone in the job they'd like to do. So they're paired with former students who are working in that field and have the chance to ask them about it. And they do mock interviews together, both for jobs and university entrance, which, as I'm sure you know, is by far the best way to help them to prepare. I'm sure it is. And you mentioned similar schemes in the US. Yes. There's one which matches university students with potential applicants. They talk by video chat or in person, and the ones who are applying have the chance to ask about the application process and courses and about the university itself. Would you say then that the students who take advantage of these schemes are already high achievers? I mean, it seems to me that these are people who already have some initiative. To some extent, yes. But I think it's fair to say that altogether the biggest difference they can make is to young people who might not otherwise go to university. I mean, there are many young people who underestimate their abilities. And so the biggest hurdle for them by far is to overcome a lack of confidence. And that's where a mentor can help, by believing in them and pushing them further than they think they can go. So people who think it's impossible to get into university can end up going. That's right. They can get the help they need, as I was saying, in the form of one-to-one tuition. So, for example, a student might meet with a mentor to go over something they've done in class or to practice exam techniques. You know, there is a surprisingly large number of students who are bright but don't perform well in exams. And, of course, if a teacher is busy, they may not have the time to offer that extra bit of help to individual students. Exactly. And we've seen that students' grades and exam results have shot up. I mean, they're better by a long way after a student has worked with a mentor. So they're able to go to university or pursue a career that might have seemed out of their reach. That's right. There are so many ways having a mentor can help. As I said before, building confidence is crucial. There's a wonderful example of one of our students who wanted to go to a particular university to study law, but she was rejected because, for some reason, her choice of subjects at school disqualified her from the course she wanted to do. So she spoke to her mentor, and he encouraged her to write to the university, and she did that. She wrote a letter explaining why she felt her qualification would be of benefit and asking them to reconsider her application, and they did. That's great. So, Emily, given that this seems such a good idea, are the schemes oversubscribed? I mean, surely there are more students looking for mentors than there are mentors. You'd be surprised. In the UK, there are already over 100,000 ex-students mentoring current students in one scheme alone. And even though mentors are often only asked to commit to six months, most of them end up staying much longer. Well, thanks, Emily. I'm afraid that's all we have time for. And that is it. I am so happy that that went all the way through without me having to do anything. And oh, boy, I'm happy. Okay, so nonetheless, guys, do you understand the general gist of mentorship? You know, like she said, with exam results, again, anytime I hear about exams or the modern education system, it makes me cringe. So I cannot relate to that. I'm more of a skill set type of uh, coach, uh, accelerated trainer. 
because I focus on the core genius of individuals rather than the overall bulk of everything else. See, everything I'm teaching you is, again, a lot of grammar, a lot of listening, a lot of different things, but it's not, it, it has to be in context, as Katrina Gleisberg has said. So when we talk about mentorship, I love it so much. So let me give you an example. One of my friends, uh, what's her name, what's her name, what's her name, what's her name? Ah, Lanita, there we go, Lanita of Australia. She ended up like forwarding me a couple of her clients. Now, I did not know that they were her clients, but when she forwarded them to me, I said, yes, of course, I would love to bring them onto my podcast. She said, okay. So I met, she created a group with me. I started talking to them and, you know, they, I brought them onto the podcast and guess what? Lanita was her coach, was their coach. She was their mentor. And just because of that and everything that has happened now, uh, now, you know, Lanita, you know, her being an amazing soul she is and having the work and her referring over to me because I have the platform so they can put their podcast on here because they have a voice, they have something that they want to put out there. It's just fantastic. It's like a round robin. Okay, start at Lanita, get your coaching. I got someone who could put you onto the podcast. After that, you're going to do this and this. It's just fantastic, you know? And so we talk about mentorship. I'm, I, anyone's a mentor. You know what I love so much about Thailand? Uh, there's a place in the heart of the, the CBD area. It's called Siam, right? And behind Siam, you have one of the best universities in Thailand by the name of Chulalongkorn. So across the street from Chulalongkorn, there's a cafe. And in that cafe, that's where I used to teach my TOEFL IBT students. So we would go in there. And these mentors aren't like university professors or this or that. They're just everyday people. And they're teaching and they're making a buck from their teaching. See, anyone could be a mentor. Anyone could be a coach. Anyone could be a trainer. Someone could coach you just by saying a couple of sentences to you uh, and, and passerby form inside a shopping mall. Anything could happen. And that's why I love, that's what I love so much about mentorship. And that's what it comes down to. Like me, yes, of course, offering mentorship, me offering different training, different courses, different this, different that, writing books and all that stuff. Again, it's just so exciting. It really, really is. But at the same, uh, same token, I never thought I would be a, uh, a mentor. I never thought I would. But now people are coming up to me, of course, in Vietnam, and they're asking me, hey, can you do this? Can you help me with this and this and this? You see what I mean? So guys, don't be afraid to ask for anyone, anyone for help. Don't be bashful. Don't be fearful. Just say, hey, man, you're really good at this. I would love to be mentored. So again, it's like if someone comes to me and says, I love your voice. I love the way you speak. I would love for you to mentor me in terms of creating a podcast. Well, that's what Luke and I do, you know, in terms of mentorship. But creating that voice, that's something that you have to create on your own, but also listening to your tonality, listening and knowing about all forms of pronunciation in the English language. These things will ultimately, you know, make your podcast highly sought after if you understand the context and the content of pronunciation. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this wonderful ESL podcast. Oh, and it's a Patreon special. If you guys want additional, uh, what is it, templates and assignments and other things make sure you email me again i have a gold badge a silver badge and a bronze badge bronze badge of course being the cheapest and you guys will be able to get q a's you'll get some live webinars and this and that and hell if you go into the silver and gold badge you do have coaching hours available so with that being said man 
make sure you guys utilize this. This is the type of content and other things that I put onto my uh, Patreon. And I will be expanding on this even more in terms of IELTS coming up very, very soon. So thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, man, I'm your host, over and out.